So peace and blessings, family. Um, this is your brother, brother Basir Muhammad. Um, originally from Brooklyn, man. So it's it all started, brother Marcus. It all started in Brooklyn, man. And I ended up moving to Atlanta, man. When I was about, brother, when I was about ten years old, going on ten, I believe, I moved to Atlanta. And from there, man, I just I've been a, a Georgia baby, if you will, you know in the dirty south so started playing football brother and then got in got involved with sports always had a love for sports but played basketball football and ran some track and then you know wanted to do something more for myself um ended up going to college on a football scholarship and track um at johnson c smith university man from there had the opportunity to, you know, have a pro day, um, possibly play some professional football. Um, and, you know, things didn't work out. You know, the law had another plan for me. So from there, man, I went into um, finance, accounting, and also community development, man. So that's that's how we ended up here, man. <laughs> Everything happens for a divine reason. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I, I definitely appreciate you coming on, sharing your time, bro. You know, we're working on some projects. This is just the beginning, man. You got to introduce yourself and let the people know, man. Um, today, we're going to be discussing the topic of finding your purpose, because that goes along with so much what we're trying to work towards, what we're striving to build, um, Striving to achieve within our community, man, because it's not just us, bro. Like, we need our people to find their purpose and come into that. And ultimately, like, the purpose of what we're striving towards as a whole. You feel where I'm going with it? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I'll let you go ahead and start it off, bro. Like, on the topic of finding your purpose, what does that, that purpose mean to you? Like, how have you found your purpose? Like, you yes, love sir. football. I was the same way, bro. Like, football was my everything coming up until I had a, a terrible knee injury. And that kind of changed things. Mm-hmm. Put things in perspective real quick that, oh, I'm tall. These people <laughs> respect me or, uh, excuse me, they don't respect me at all in the classroom or on an academic level. It's just about, you know, latest basketball, look, catch this football. I mm-hmm. put tight end and linebacker. Bro, I took so many hits over the middle at tight end. Like, I can't mm. tell you, bro. Defense yeah. was cool, but tight end, I took a lot of hits, man. But, yeah. See, that's why I chose to play defense, man. I, I gave the hits out. <laughs> I I wasn't wanting to take them. Um, but, man, so finding, finding your purpose, that's a heavy topic, brother. That's a heavy topic. So, for me, I don't even think football at first – I thought that football was my purpose, but it wasn't. Football was a tool to prepare me for my purpose. Mm. Um, And I say that because Allah has placed difficulties with football that, you know, it brought out of me certain characteristics that I was able to discover about myself that helped me in um, my path to what I'm trying to do now. And at one point, I knew that, okay, I'm here to do something better than just catch a ball. 
you know, um, starting out in high school, man, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't like the, the best, you know, the, the top athlete in, in high school, but I did have some offers and I did have some uh, division one looks and, you know, things was just, I was constantly faced with difficulty, man. So, you know, a lot was testing me from, from the jump. I had my coaches, some of my coaches against me. They didn't want to help me as far as my recruiting. I did my recruiting myself, went on the visits, talked to the coaches, did all of that myself. I was determined. So from there, I, I knew a lot, a lot made me, you know, to discover that I had the gift of uh, perseverance, something that I was going to need later on down the, down the road. And from there, man, I ended up um, without the help of my coach, man. I had some D1 offers, things didn't work out, and it got pulled, and I ended up going to a D2. And so from there, you know, got another another difficulty. Um, freshman year, I'm starting, and I, I get a fracture in my leg, you know. First, first home game, playing back in Georgia. And I'm just like, oh, man, come on. Like, really? Like, you know, of course, when, when things go wrong, we often question God, like, or, you know, even giving us the opportunity to go through the trial because he's taking you through something to bring you to a higher level. And, man, from all of those things, it took me getting to my senior year, my senior year in college, um, to where, you know, I started to get invited to bowl games, man. I started getting invited to bowl games, had some NFL scouts, had an agent, and some things was going good. And I thought I was like, you know, it's really going to happen. You know, the dream, the young dream is to play in the NFL, man. So to get that close and then for God to point me in a different direction, man, it took me a while to understand. But when I did, I was just like, thank you, because – I, I don't think I would have been, you know, where I am now if I would have went down the route of, you know, um, just being in the NFL. Because, and then I don't think I would have been able to have the impact that I'm going to have, um, that Allah will allow me to have, you know. But he just prepared me, man. It's, it's so many things that, you know, he brought out of me um, through that. And allowed me to see in myself a lot of humbleness, man. You know, the the gift of being uh, humble and having humility was something that Allah uh, graced me with, man. So I, I can't thank him enough for that. But, you know, it's all prepared me to be able to um, give back and help my people. Brother Minister, you was that that was just so beautifully said. I wasn't <laughs> said, brother. <laughs> brother Minister, uh, you must have been uh, messing with the Mac Reels today, man. I was you, man. Let me explain, but bro, what you just said, bro, like the trial, man, we have to give thanks even during the hour of trial mm. that we're even in a position to be it, like dealing with that trial, bro, because yesterday. We weren't ready for that yep. trial. Yesterday, if we were facing a trial that we're being met with today, we might have crumbled, bro. Yep. But today, we taking that pressure on. And although it may feel like it's a lot, we still we still standing, bro. Yes, we may get knocked down. We may 
have the crawl to the next uh part of our journey or destination, but we still moving forward, bro. Yes. And that's why we just had to say, you know, all praises through. Yes, sir. It, this ain't even us, man. I know some of the things recently, man, that I've been coming to. It's like these aren't even my thoughts. Like I'm growing into just a exactly whole <laughs> thinking, and that's that's the ultimate goal, bro. Um, what I want to touch on the topic: How do you find your purpose? Finding your purpose. Mm. This is something we're gonna have to deal with, especially you know with us mentoring, bro. Yeah, so absolutely. I say that finding your purpose comes from doing the work. I feel like that is a essential mm-hmm. part of it that you cannot skip. Yeah. Laziness does not birth your purpose or the lack therefore of doing work does not birth your purpose. Even if you're not working within your purpose, it's better to do some work than no work. Because along the way, you can at least find what it is that you don't like or was you can if things can rub you the wrong way enough to say okay i know this right here ain't for me for me i had to drop out of high school so Mm. i ain't gonna say i had to drop out of high school but that's to the point that i got to because i realized that system wasn't for me but now look at me i'm in the education field i found a way to go back into the same academic (laughs) system that failed me and I found a way to master it with a 4.0 GPA, striving. Just, it's changing the approach, bro. So it's like maybe, let me see, you have to put things in perspective. So it's like the trial, like you're saying, even by doing work that may not necessarily be a part of your calling, like, that leads you to it. Mm-hmm. Allah makes no mistakes, man. God makes no mistakes on what he does and what he puts you through. And while you're talking, brother, I just keep, you know, things keep coming to me, man. It's just like every day we conquer, you know, every day, uh, like Allah makes no mistakes. Every day he puts a, a new trial in us to prepare us for the next day and the next day and the next day. But the first thing we must do in order to even find your purpose is we must we must come out of this docile state of mind from a dead state. So if, if you, if you're under the law of inertia to where you're not moving, you have no motion. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught us that the first law of nature is the law of motion. You don't have life until you have motion. So you can't find your purpose if you have no motion in your life. And motion is the movement of one thing to one point to the other, to another. So anytime something is not moving, it's under the power of inertia. So there can be no true motion, no true purpose without the presence of light, without the presence of motion. And so, but the whole thing is that the first step to finding your purpose starts with you. It starts internally. There has to be some type of motion to, you know, get closer to God. Because at the end of the day, that gift that God put in you is divinely from him. You just a tool to use it. And I would like to add on that by saying that your purpose isn't something that's outside of you that you're chasing. Mm -hmm. The light is not something that you have to find. No, this is something that's already within you. Like, you've had this since day one from the jump, even before that, like, because you were a thought in God's 
mind before you even manifest it into yourself as a person. So when you take things to that level, you start thinking like that. Okay, so it's not necessarily that I have to obtain this. It's like I just have to work on myself where it is revealed. Mm. It's coming into your own, accepting yourself, and finding that light within you. The nation didn't create something out of me that was like other than me. No. I not not respect. You know, this that's not taking anything away from the teachings. That's not taking anything away from anybody. But it goes to show, bro, that light is already within us. Yeah. That purpose is already there. It's just a process of of finding it. Yes, sir. Because the brain, so the minister, the minister touched on, he said, you know, nobody can claim to get from God. He also said that, um, you know, a lot of a lot of the problems that we have in the world today. The answers to those problems is in the, the womb of a woman. So a lot of the answers to the world's problems. Is in is in us. It just has to be developed. And, you know, you can't claim a gift the divine gift that is given to us because, you know, the brain is from the earth, but it was created to receive divine knowledge and information and wisdom, which is from above. And, you know, that's the reason why, you know, you can't claim the holiness that's inside a person. You know, you can't claim, a mother can't claim a, a, a child of prophecy or a messenger because that divine spirit was that that spirit was given to them by God, man. And that's what we got to get to. Yes, yes sir, definitely. So, what would you add on as far as the steps when you're we're talking to someone else trying to guide them in a way to help them find their purpose, someone who may just be lost. What are some some steps that have been put in there? Obviously, we said work. So, uh, understanding that every action you take, there will either be a positive or negative. Re- you know, there will be some type of reaction. Something will come from it. You just have to peep the patterns. I put up a post today, bro, and I was talking about how everything is a mathematical decision. You just have to pay attention to the pattern and how this level of operating that we're on in our community is almost to the level. I'm not even going to say almost. Uh, We're going out there. It is at that level because I'm tired of it, bro. It is at that level of insanity, which is doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. Big mama die. Granddaddy die from eating these terrible foods for the last 50, 60 years. Mm-hmm. And the way we celebrate their life is how a large gathering and we eat those same foods. Our homie gets smoked. We go out and do the same. You know, we don't <laughs> ride for this man by, hey, I'm going to make sure his mom straight or I'm going to go deal with the person who actually took brother from us. No. We go out and live the same self-destructive lifestyle, whether that's selling dope, whether that's, you know, game banging, whatever it may be. It's still self-destructive because it's not bringing forth any life, anything positive. It's not adding on. So um, it's just we have to peep the patterns. I, that's something that I would add on, but I'm going to let you build some on that as well. Uh, pay attention 
to what's going on. You got to stay woke. A lot of people say it, you know, it's in the songs. Yeah, stay, it's woke. <laughs> stay woke. Stay woke. Like, nah, you actually got to stay woke out here. Like, a believer, somebody that's striving, even when we are at rest, some of my best thoughts come to me while I'm dreaming. While I'm asleep, my body is at rest, but my mind is still going. It's just like that. I'm tapped in. So I'm going to go ahead, you know, talk to me, bro. Okay, okay. And the question, I appreciate that question, brother. To, so let me make sure I answer it right, though. The question was, what ways would, you know, other ways can we help um, people discover their gift, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Well, you know, and you talked about how, you know, discovering the gift is also doing some of the work, which I definitely agree. You can't sit on the fence and think that, you know, you're going to have that gift handed to you on a silver platter, you know. Um, But for me, I think it's just, again, it comes with having that connection to to the most high, man. You can't, like, your gift doesn't it, it, the first step is understanding that the gift doesn't come from you as soon as you let go you let go of that you know your ego thinking that you know this is your gift and you know the sooner you progress once you try to tap into the to the power that's you know that that lent you the gift then you can start and then from there it goes to it goes to working on yourself because you know you can't you can't go into a community and try to help people if you know you damage yourself that's like damaged goods trying to help damaged goods you just gonna you know you a blind man leading a blind a blind group y'all both going to the ditch so it overall i think for me the first thing that we do is you know um is helping them discover what what our youth needs to work on within themselves. And from there is getting the proper help. Because nowadays, you know, we we have we know that we have a lot of issues within a community, within ourselves, but we don't have the proper help. And a lot of people don't know who to go to to receive the proper help. So the first thing is, you know, putting them in front of the proper help you know, starting that phase of the healing process. That way, you know, once you're healed, then you can really make an impact within the community. I don't know if that makes sense, though, but, you know. Oh, it definitely okay. does. I'm taking everything in, bro. That's why I just, you know, I'm taking a second thinking, bro, on what you said. That's powerful. You are absolutely right about the healing part that's that's definitely something that has to come in you know dealing with those traumas before you can actually go out in this fully tap in you know yes sir because we're dealing yeah. with man we we damage man we damage not only physically through the poison that we eating mentally through the, the garbage that we consuming and spiritually so, so you brother, know, what, you, we, what you're saying is I can't, you know, have my Mac rib. <laughs> yeah, man, you can't have you can't have no Mac rib and try to be preaching to the community. You know what I'm saying? You yeah, know, and I got to I got to start joking, bro. They're going to think I'm out here eating Mac ribs. Exactly, man. You got to stop with the pork jokes, man. <laughs> I'm going to have a brother pull up on you. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna get a call from Brother Captain. So, uh, Brother Marcus, I was listening at the podcast, and uh, you know there was some good material on there and all. But what's up with this Matt Real stuff? Exactly, exactly, brother. Don't don't bring me down. <laughs> no, man. But man, brother Marcus, bro. You know, it's it's just we have so much growth that has to be done, bro. And it's so much it's so much trash, you know, that's that's in the world now, man. And like I was talking about, just the you know, the healing that needs to be done on a mental, a physical, and spiritual level. First, internally. We're not even talking about externally to, to you know, in a community. We're talking about with the children internally that needs to be done. So the help needs to be provided to to heal those three aspects internally before you can even try to help somebody externally and a lot of the times man you know you you make an impact on people when you work internally on yourself first is when Mm -hmm. when people start to see the progress that you're making within yourself man you give off a light you give off an aura that attracts people to you and from there you know your transformation starts to bleed into other people and now you know people like oh you know something's different and I, I noticed that, man, when, when I came into the teachings, you know, and so that's 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 one way, man. A lot of times, and people say lead by example, you know, and leading by example a lot of times is a, uh, is a change within itself for other people as well. So I was having a conversation today, one of my brothers, my brother Justin. He's going to be on the podcast very soon as well. We already have that schedule. And me and him were discussing mentoring, kind of the, the journey, the road that me and you down, bro. And his question was, is there a certain youth that we're aiming to impact? And I responded, no, because his whole thing was, you know, um, certain organizations when you're going down the avenue of college prep mm-hmm. uh, it's not always you want to aim for like the two-parent household because they already have support yeah. those children will be all right but also you know you may not necessarily want to just aim for the child that's that doesn't have any support because they may not be driven to to do it yeah and i kind of shot that down because I don't really feel like that's what we what we're aiming for as far as mentorship. And you know, it's not even about just getting kids to college because these universities, there's some great universities out here, but that's not the end goal. Yeah. We establish our children so they're ready to deal with life, bro. This is it's bigger than just university, mm-hmm. military job, whatever. Like finding your purpose. And I feel like that's something people confuse sometimes. A job with your purpose. Mm -hmm. My purpose is not to be a classroom educator. That is a job. That is a position that allows me to fulfill my calling or my purpose. But that's not necessarily the purpose in itself. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Um, just Just to, you know, add on to that, brother. What a first is that, you know, 
just to kill the stigma is that, you know, we a lot of people think that, you know, just because they people, children come from a two-parent household, they don't have issues. And I can go ahead and testify to that and say that that's, that's not true. But you never know. You know, I, I grew up in, in Brooklyn, young, and you know what I'm saying, on Flatbush. And it's certain things that you see and certain things that you go through, through being through the environment gives you mental issues. So just because you have a two, you know, two parents doesn't mean that necessarily uh, a child that has two parents is, you know, they good. They can handle it on their own because certain things that their parents might tell them and their mother might tell them, they might not understand it. It might not be clicking. It might not be comprehending, you know, so they maybe they do need that that word from a mentor other than somebody that they're listening to all the time, because a lot of times, you know, it, it takes it just takes repetitiveness and then hearing it from somebody else it clicks so i you know just to say that i just wanted to touch on that but also you know as far as what you said regarding um you know the last topic can can you speak on that again because i want to be 100 percent precise on you know how i how i respond to that as far as the uh the students that were selecting or how uh, the group that we would go after, or what was that? No, the last part. Um, I just talked about the uh, the group as far as that. You know, that's that's definitely uh, we're going after everybody. Yeah, that's that's the the ultimate goal. Like I would say this too. I'm in a a good school, bro. Uh, one of the better schools in out of the district. Like as far as financial needs. All of that's meant for the students. These are not students who are starving whatsoever. But even when you get in that position, parents both got good jobs, parents are well off, whatever it may be. A lot of times those students don't even get any attention from their parents. Mm -hmm. So the fact that when I'm dealing with a situation where it may be tutoring or mentoring, the fact that I'm just having a real conversation, I'm taking that time to to play the game or whatever it may be, throw the football, kick the soccer ball. That means so much to that child and yeah. value because they're not receiving that from their parents. So, you know, social economic, we can, that can always be discussed, but there's so much more than just social economics. Yes, sir. And, you know, one, one thing I think from my experience of mentoring, you know, um, young brothers and sisters, man, is one thing I noticed is that, you know, we can't assume. We do a lot of assuming nowadays without actually having actual facts, you know. And you can't just assume that a child is, you know, they're they good because of an appearance that you might think gives off a certain persona. Um, you know, talking to, actually sitting down and really talking to them like they're young adults, you know, you, you, you find you find a lot out, um, you know, about what they want to be in life and, you know, actually the problems that's really going on at home because a lot of the problems that they might be going through, it, it might be, you know, something that's generationally passed down from a trend that, you know, maybe their parents' parents passed down, right, that they might be stuck in that cycle. So just just touching on that, but then also uh, that it came back to me on a thought that we talked about 
was, you know, um, a lot of pro- uh, some programs that I worked in, man, I, I noticed the the main thing that I had a problem with is that a lot of them just pushed college, you know. Um, yeah, we're just going to focus on high school students and go to college. And, it, I, you know, I, f- I found a problem with that because, you know, one, a lot of these colleges, man, they rob they rob students, man, because they have a lot of majors that have no stuff, no substance to it. You know, you get a major and you graduate, and you can't get a job. Here it is, you pay seventy thousand dollars for a major that can't put no food on the table, but you were told go to college and it'll give you a good career, a good job, right? And a lot exactly. of people, man, we get stuck in a cycle of just getting a good job. You know, you you, and that's that's not it, man. Your your um, your gift is supposed to align with work. Your gift is work. That's what you should be aiming for, not a job. A job comes and goes, but work is forever. Okay, I want to add on that, and that was where I kind of went into Bridget, uh, discussing finances, um, because, uh, it is real, bro. Bills are real. Um, there are certain things that you will have to take care of, but as long as you like living within your purpose, all of that stuff will be taken mm-hmm. care of all of that. And, and more like, you're not limited. I hate when people try to box me in. This is something I spoke out on before. Like, don't let your limitation of what, of who you think I am or what you think I am. That don't define me. That's just what you think of. Exactly. Me. And you think very little of me i've had people try to tell me oh on a teacher's salary you won't be able to do this you won't be able to do that you won't be able to afford this you won't be able to afford that don't tell me what i won't be able to obtain like that's you thinking so small of Mm -hmm. me but i'm already working on way more than just that like that's not all who i am but that's what you see me as but you know i can't deal with your perception of me that's that's something you got to do <laughs> you know we don't even we're not even gonna get distracted on that absolutely but yeah bro uh as far as finances this is what stop this bro bills that house payment that car payment um even children maybe whatever is of um accumulating a reoccurring cost that right there can single-handedly hold somebody back from fulfilling their purpose because they out here working a nine-to-five that they hate. Debt. Bro, finance, we have to discuss well, this. We're going to wrap it up with finance because I don't want to drag it out. Yes, too sir. Long. And I'm, we're going we're gonna to go into some more topics as well. But, bro, debt, that right there is what will keep somebody working a job that they know they hate. And people will be out here purchasing things that they well, don't let me really well let me touch on that brother because this this oh, speaks yeah, this speaks it. perfectly to what i'm going to what i'm going through or what i went through you know and that was the biggest thing so i'm glad you brought that topic up brother so thank you um Definitely. so one i i wouldn't even say one the, the the biggest thing is that if you walking in your if you're walking in your gift in your purpose bro money will come especially the especially if you you are trying to impact this is what i got to say if you are trying to impact or you working to impact 
and working for towards the uh the betterment of you know your community or society and to help one another then you will be successful but if you're just looking to monetize you know what i'm saying i just want some money i'm good at this i'm trying to get a quick buck you chasing a dollar and it don't work like that right but the the thing is man is that you know when when you you have to step out on you have to step out on faith of course you know pray you have to pray like you know, what was that quote by brother brother nuri man it said um man you got to many good ones bro. man but it was the one that um i seen today i put it up on my page man i, I can't even say no more say no more yeah go pray like everything depends on God. exactly work like everything depends exactly on you, bro. bro that's man so so that's it you know what i'm saying that's that's it right there brother is hold up bro hold up hold up, hold up. I, I gotta make sure they heard oh good repeat it repeat it <laughs> pray like everything depends on god and work like everything depends on mm. you yes sir and a lot of times we we get we get it confused. We work like everything depends on us, but we don't pray like everything depends on God. And so, and so when we have this, when we have the you know that that um, the switch of roles, of course you're gonna be scared to take a step out, you know, because you have no faith in God. So you working, working, working. I don't know how I'm, gonna, I don't know how I'm gonna make this change. I don't know how I'm going to do this. I'm not saying, now I'm not saying just go cold turkey and quit your job and just be like, oh God, you didn't provide. No. Hey bro, I was just about to give the disclaimer because I didn't want to. Yeah. <laughs> Who got to uh, put a disclaimer? Tomorrow, we're not telling uh, you to brother Martin, We're not telling you to pray. Uh, uh, I, didn't, I don't want them. <laughs> bro, I don't want them tell me to quit, pray and just quit my job. No. Now, now listen here. This is the disclaimer. We will tell you and we will support you as, as your brothers. As your brothers, we will support you stepping out on faith. However, you can't step out on blind. Exactly. You can't step out on half. You got to have a plan. This is not something that you can half do. No, if you're going to be about it, you got to stand on it. You got to stand firm on that square. You got to keep your foot on their neck. You can't let up. Apply full pressure. So if you're going to do it, you got to do it. You can't say, "Oh, uh, uh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it about forty more hours in, and then I'm gonna do." It. No, if you're gonna do it, you gotta really be about it, and you gotta have your head in the mm-hmm. right space when you go into that. So that's really you, you know, you living within your purpose. Yep. You can't, you know, you can't halfway live in your purpose, halfway live in another man's purpose, and think you're gonna get full results from that. No, you have to tap in. Fully with your purpose. Mm-hmm. So that's the disclaimer now. I just want to yeah. let y'all know ahead of time. Don't be mad at your brother. Yes, sir. And you, you know, uh, just to so to continue, bro, you know, they gotta have it has to be a plan, a formulated plan. You don't you don't you don't do things that's unmathematical, not unmathematical. You know, it, it doesn't make sense. It's just, you know. There's no plan. There's no formulated plan to it. You know, it, you you can't if you know you have bills, don't go up. Don't just go out and quit your job because you're you know you hate your boss. No, 
but that should prompt you to to know that you you need to work for yourself or you need you need to you need to realign what you're doing you need to realign yourself right and so but but it starts with again praying praying like everything depends on God and then once you have a plan you go to work like everything depends on you and from there then you take you take that step forward you know you shouldn't be hesitant once you pray to God that's it you get them you get to working you don't second guess well I don't know if God's gonna come through there's a lot of times what we often do is we pray and we second guess well you know I do got this bill and I don't really know you know what? I ain't gonna take this step of faith. I'm. I'm gonna just go. I'm gonna stay. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna stay because I don't really know. I do got that car note coming up this week. You know, or or it's like the the pay is good, so I, I can deal with it for a little longer. But man, for me, I, I I dealt with that. Man, it it was when I was working at um in the bank. I was dealing with some things, man, and I, I wasn't happy, man. The work was making me unhappy, and I was just like, you know, it's not fulfilling. I'm not working in, I'm not, it's, this is nothing that's helping me towards my purpose. And I, I, at that time, I started to understand what my purpose was. I always had the gift of helping people. I guess God, God you know, brought me and blessed me with the gift of being, you know, humble and, and caring. So I always knew that I, you know, I had the heart to, you know, of caring for my people, you know. So from there, I it was either, you know, the money was good, but it was, you know, do you make that sacrifice to learn more and put yourself in better situations to help your people and help yourself to where you can make a bigger impact for your people? Or do you just stay in a comfortable position going through hell because the money's good? So I, again, when you chase money, you know it it leads you ultimately down to the road of you know heartache. When you put money at the forefront, but when you chase you know God and your purpose, because honestly your purpose is tied to God. So when you when you chase your purpose in God, you know the money will come. And so that's that's what I learned, man. And so I took, you know, at the end of the day, I took a pay cut. But, you know, ultimately, my my peace of mind, I have my peace of mind. I have happiness just as far as the position that I'm in to be able to help people and uh, be in a position to change people's lives, man. That's worth more than the money that I was getting before.